Welcome to Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon Pirrett, co-host with Dean Curry. If you enjoyed Season 1, then Season 2 is going to blow your mind. Let me assure you this, it will be disreputable. The topics, the guests, everything we talk about is going to be disreputable and it's just for you. Thank you for listening. Now enjoy Season 2 of the Disreputable Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to our Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon, pardon the uh, the sore throat here. <laughs> it's that time of year here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, this is episode five, and um, if you can tell, I'm not here with Dean. Uh, Dean is doing business elsewhere, so I invited a friend. Yep. His name is Lewis. Yeah, there. And uh, man, Lewis and I became friends. I guess this year, really, or it was this year. I think we were following year. each other for a while, and then, but yeah, this year, yeah. You own a, a oh, I'll call a company, mm-hmm. and then I'll let you explain what that company is. You own a company here uh-huh. in the two five three area. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the company? Onsite two five three fitness. Onsite two five three fitness. Um, for. The viewers that may know nothing about that, uh, what 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 was the reason for the name on site? <laughs> um, on site comes from like it's like a term me and my uh, you know family and friends used to say growing up. It, it's it's more of a sports kind of term. Okay, on site just means I'm ready. It doesn't matter where you see me at. You know whether it's it's a football game at the gym. I'm right. just I'm just always ready. I'm on site. And it was just more of a mentality we right. took on to each other. Like, you could never catch me not prepared. Yeah, I mean? nice. So, especially in the football games and stuff. We were like, if the game was at 7, yeah. it's on site at 7 tonight. You played football growing up? Yes, sir. Did you play any other sports? Yeah, I was into everything. Soccer, okay. track. Uh, I mean, I uh, played everything growing up. And then when I got to high school, I, I stuck to track, uh, football, and basketball. Why have I noticed? This is totally off subject, but this is our mm-hmm. podcast. We yeah. do what we want. Why? Do a lot of like basketball players or football players also do track? Like, what's the what's the connection there? Does yeah. it just keep them flexible? And I mean, track will um, single handedly. I think that's the best sport to develop your explosion, your okay. speed, and uh, there's nothing like literally racing next to somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean? you'll never know how fast you are until it's, it's lined up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I think we're getting away from that these days. I think a lot of kids are caught up in just playing one sport all year round. Right. But I think the best athletes that I know of and that I grew up around, they played, played everything all yeah. year round. Yeah. Um, growing up, let's talk about growing up. Mm-hmm. You uh, a Tacoma kid? Yes, born and raised. Born and raised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always ask this, so TG or St. Joe's? Man, this, or, this, I'm not even supposed to say this. Uh, okay. <laughs> so technically, I think I was born at St. Clair's, which is in okay. Lakewood now. Don't tell anybody yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. back... No judgment. They might this is a disreputable podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So I think I was born at St. Clair's, but back then it was still Tacoma. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, so St. Clair's. Yep. Um, and and then your your family stayed here. You just stay here your the whole your whole life. Or yeah. So my family is originally from like my mom and everybody. They're from Texas. Okay. I don't know exactly why they came up here, but um. Uh, so most of my family is from Texas and Louisiana, and then me and my siblings are from Tacoma. Nice. So, so the majority of everybody's up here, though. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to what elementary school? Jefferson. Jefferson, Jefferson elementary. Bruins. Yep. And then can you believe I was school president? Let's go, bro. <laughs> I don't know who let but- that happen. School president, class president, right here. I was class president. That's dope. Then I got. I think I got. Did I get impeached? 
I got in trouble for uh, you know you sell the cat the cookies and stuff after school. Yeah, I was giving the homies discounts. So, uh, okay, yeah, so I think I got. In a I, trouble. I call that making friends. Yeah, but I was not, just trying to look out whatever. for my friends. So Jefferson Elementary. Yep. And then Truman Middle School. Truman right? Middle. Yep. And then Wilson. Wilson High School. Wilson High School. Yep. Wilson High School. Now I'm not putting words in your mouth. We've had a conversation, but it was at Wilson. Was kind of when. You 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 were starting to understand like hey I could I could do something with yeah. with my athleticism yeah. and there, there could be more to 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 my life than just high school football and yeah. then I'll go do something else. Well, yeah, you, you discovered something there. Definitely. I mean, I grew up um, down the street from Lincoln, okay. so that was. Um, but uh, I already had a family history at Wilson. My sisters, my cousins. It was a long line of people that I grew up around that went to Wilson, so right. um, I kind of followed that route. Right, and then uh, I guess you could say I started to excel when I got there as far as uh, sports, football. Um, I feel like you're being modest, kind of. I mean, I was all right. I mean, I played with NFL guys, so I really wasn't the best. I, right. I was always. I mean, when I was, um, I think my sophomore year, I played behind an MVP player, Tomasi Unga. He was an outstanding running back. Okay. At the time, he ended up going to Division One, and then my junior year, I was a I was blocking for my cousin Desmond Trufant. Okay. Um, Xavier. He's your, he's your cousin. Yep, and okay. that's why I opened the gym with as well. Um, okay. That's the founder of the gym. And then uh, at the same time, my other best friend Xavier Cooper, who went on to Washington State and then get drafted by the Browns, so we had a yeah, a squad. We had, I mean, on paper, yeah, right. <laughs> But uh, we didn't do too well until my senior year. But we had a lot of good individuals. Right. Yeah. So it was competitive for sure. Um, you know, you said you weren't the best. I was uh, all right. Um, but you were playing with really great athletes. Definitely. I'm sure there were more on that team than just the ones. Team and then in, in the league as well. It was it was pretty loaded at the time. Did did that um, propel you to be better? Definitely. What is it like when you're when you are the best? Mm. I'm sure there are certain arenas that you're you're better. Than a lot of other people. Mm. Uh, what is it like when you are the best, and then what is it like when you're not the best? Talk through those two through through those two areas. Um, I think just iron sharpens iron. Yeah. There's no. Uh, I don't think if you if you ever get to a place, especially in sports or just in any field, when you feel like you're the best, then you're gonna plummet quickly. Right. So uh, it was it's everyday competition growing up. It didn't matter if it was practice games dominoes a friendly game of basketball it doesn't matter so yeah. it was we are constantly at each other's at each other's neck about yeah. it. but it, it just breeds excellence right. and then you're going to come across a time when you leave that small whether that's your high school or your league or whatever right you're going to play somebody from the other side of the fence and you'll figure out if you right. know, who's really the best so i think that just that just breeds excellence yeah everybody. there's a quote that that uh, we usually say around my circle, and it's like if you're the smartest person in the room, we could apply the best person in the room, and that room could be a locker room mm. or a conference room. Mm. But if you're the smartest or the best person in the room, then you might need to find another room. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because you're not growing. Exactly. If yeah. You're not. You're and and life to me is all about phases. It feels like mm. you know I can remember being the top dog in eighth grade. Right, you think you think you are the, the man, man yeah, right? The man. And yeah. then what? And then you go to the bottom <laughs> yep. in, in as a freshman. Yeah. And then you work your way. You're the man as a senior. Yeah. And then you go to you know, definitely life is life feels like it's like that. Yeah. You know? Especially in sports too. Um, if you get lucky enough to you know play at the next level, whether right. that's going from middle school to high school, high school to college, you'll, it it changes quickly. And the farther you go up, the bigger you realize that there's there's a gap. There's you know you have to get better at all times. What is the mindset 
of greatness to you. This is, I'm sure there's a million books. We could probably read these books yeah. in here. You know, this is what it takes. This is what it takes. But you've been around greatness. Yeah. You've seen what greatness looks like. What do you feel like uh, is similar from this person to this person? What's that mindset of greatness look like? I think the mindset is just there's no ceiling. Just there's always, always something to strive for, whether, you, you know, you set your goals to, you know, whether to run this time or, you know, to get this career or to, you know, travel to this place. And then once you set it, it's like, all right, what's next? Right. And I've been lucky enough to be surrounded and grow up around a lot of successful people and, and right. hungry people. So I think that mindset is just there's never there's never a, a max out like, all right, like you're you're right. done. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always there's always something you can get better at the pursuit of perfection. And that's just not in sports. That's just in life. Like there's always another level you can get to. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever feel stuck? Oh, yeah. Talk about that. Um, multiple times. I mean, I had I've had five knee surgeries and a shoulder surgery. So uh so six total surgeries. Six bro? total, yeah, from football. <laughs> and uh oh I'd be forgetting about it now cuz I don't have to play no more. Right. But uh yeah, that uh grounded me a lot. I always felt like when I was at my peak an injury would happen. I had three back to back. I I was at Central for two years. Okay, okay. So, so for those that are watching that don't know, uh -huh. you you graduated from Wilson High School. Yep. Went to Central Washington. Central Washington. Okay. I worked on it. I thought I was, uh, you know, good enough to uh, receive scholarship offers and stuff from bigger schools. So I was kind of banking on that. Uh, yeah. I had got a scholarship offer from Central, and I um, honestly they called, left a voicemail. But this is when house phones still existed. The and, landlines. Uh, yeah, the landline. And uh, and I didn't know, honestly, for several weeks. And because uh, I was uh, set on going to Washington State, I was going right. to get admitted, walk onto the team. And, okay. um, Cougars? Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, I didn't get accepted for whatever reason. And then come to find out, Central had, had offered me. But then by that time, they pulled it off the table. So I got into the school. I walked on, earned a scholarship, uh, played my true freshman year, okay. and then had surgery. And uh. then... Uh, had surgery because you got injured. Knee, yep. A uh, okay. little knee injury. Yeah. Uh, went in, cleaned some stuff up. Cool. Rehab, great. Great right. shape. Come in sophomore year, you know, play, start, everything. Yep. Surgery again. Uh, same knee. Oh, and then uh, at that time, I wanted to change positions. So um, I wanted to play defense. I really didn't want to play running back. With okay. I was kind of an athlete. Yeah. Uh, so they just put me where they wanted. They wouldn't let me play what I wanted to play. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to pack my bags. So I literally packed my bags up and drove from Ellensburg to Portland. Okay. Uh, and walked on to Portland State. Right. And uh, from D2 to D1, you got to sit out a year. Right. So I had to sit out a year anyway, um, but I, you still practice and everything. And then boom, I blew my, um, you know, oh. Brandon Roy? Yeah. So I had microfracture surgery, which is what Brandon Roy had, oh Greg Oden. So you lose a, a chunk of cartilage. It's a really long recovery. Right. Um, it takes about eight to 10 months. So that happened, boom, rehab, you know, everything's good. Come back out around next year, and I do the same thing to the other knee. <laughs> so, uh, What are then, you telling yourself? Um, I mean... You go through every every emotion. I and it, can imagine. Yeah, you you know, you break down, you cry. And at this time, too, like I said, my my circle is, is doing well. Right. They're, you know, Dez is killing it at UW. That's okay, so all along, you're over here going through five, six surgeries. Yeah. Your homies that you love, brothers. Balling. They're crushing. Balling, yeah. So it was tough, but it, it um, I think that's what got me to the point I am today. Um, to get back to your question, yeah. says you, you have to fall in order to, well, I always tell people it's okay to fall as long as you land on your feet. You know what I mean? Yes. So that taught me a lot about myself and being able to bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and your journey, but you 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 said it just a minute ago. You kind of felt like all of that brought you to mm. you know where you are today. It's funny to me because I feel like people don't understand. People don't always recognize. They see the success, but they don't. I I, I don't even think this day and age these young kids. And I don't want to be disrespectful, but yeah. I don't really think they. You know, they they grind. You yeah. know, the grind or whatever. Yeah. You know, but. But it's like people see the success, they want the success, but they don't understand the hustle yeah. or the grind that it takes to 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 achieve success. When I say success, okay, what what does success look like to you? What is success to you? To me, success is just leaving a, a legacy. You know what I mean? Changing it's easy to do something for yourself, right? But to me, success is being able to do something for others mm-hmm. without the expectation of getting something back, right? You know what I mean. So I think I gauge my success off of the impact that I have, whether that's changing people's, you know, physical, um, you know, giving people inspiration to be a better version of themselves, right? Or just being like, you know, leaving a legacy where that, like, I feel like people, if my name comes up, people would be like, he, you know, he did best with what he could do right i mean he tried his best in his field yeah so i think that's success i mean everybody has different whether you want the biggest house the nicest car we all want that but i think ultimately i mean especially with everything happening with kobe yeah success is like your legacy like what are people are going to say about you know what you made them feel or you know what i mean beautiful yeah Yeah, i feel like growing up where you're taught success is a destination yeah right like it's a house a car whatever but man it's leaving it's leaving something behind for someone else which is what i love about on-site fitness Mm. because if you ask me fitness is a part of it Mm. i think it's i think i mean it's fitness right yeah i mean so you want people to achieve their fitness goals and stuff like that but i've been there it feels like it's more that it's more than fitness what what do you what do you do like what What's the purpose of on-site fitness? Yeah, um, I mean it's just a it's an experience. I don't. I mean it's obviously we you know we train anybody from professional athletes to kids to women right. to, but I think overall it's just I don't it's it's a it's a different it's like a culture right there, you know what I mean it's somewhere it's a judgment free zone right it's somewhere where you want to come you want to laugh you want to dance you want to if you're having a hard day. It's a. It's not like your normal gym, you know right? What I mean, and I feel like a lot of people come into our gym, and I used to always when we do our group workouts, you know, we all walked in strangers and we left as friends, right? So it's just a unique place where you feel like you can go meet new people, have fun. Obviously, you're gonna get a great workout, right? Um, but it's it's more about the the connections you made and just the experience you had. Yeah, so, this past year, 2019. Yeah, roller coaster. Uh, roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. In what ways? I mean, if you would ask me, I mean, it's still humbling today to just know that when I leave here, I'm going to walk into a gym full of people. Like, I mean, the same time last year, I was working at the casino right up the road and I was training people on the this side. This time last year? Yeah, a year ago to today, I was wow. uh, working at the casino and uh, I was contemplating on if I was going to go all the way in with the gym. Like, yeah. you know, I had one foot in at the door. I was good at my job, but um, I was kind of scared to take the leap. You right. know what I mean? So it's just crazy to think what can happen in a year what did it take a lot of faith okay. uh, and you just gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta take that leap sometimes i tell people you you can't steal second base and keep your foot on first yeah it's good yeah so yeah. 
it took that and I have support, man. Like I have an amazing support system from my cousins to my family, my mom, my sisters, the community like got way by like seeing people run around with two, five, three hoodies and stuff on. Right. I was like, all right, like now I have the feeling like I won't fail because I have support behind me. Right. So I felt like that too. You know, I mean, I think that's how I, I think that's how I met you Yeah. was, you know, you see a post, it's the power of social media and it's the power of brand, Yeah. you know, marketing. You create these sweatshirts. You start seeing, like, man, who is this guy? Yeah. You know, the beer is kind of catchy. <laughs> you know? I, yeah, I couldn't let it go. Yeah. I think one day uh, we have mutual friends, and and then uh, we had never really talked. And then you you walked into our church, yep. and I'm like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. So, you know, came up. It's interesting, you know, how, how people's paths cross, yeah. you know? 2019, as much as a roller coaster as it's been this time last year, you were at a casino and, and now, you know, where you are here in 2020, but it was still in the middle of the roller coaster. I personally feel like you did your life's purpose, if you ask me, mm. because t- tell, tell them what you did for kids during Thanksgiving and Christmas, because most, I mean, just to be honest, most uh, fitness gyms mm. aren't, aren't too concerned about kids eating yeah. or making sure they have gifts. You yeah. know, it seems like, Hey, come into my place. Let me teach you how to bench press yeah, yeah. and, and up your, your muscle mm. and then, you know, pay me your 52 bucks and then I'll see you next time or yeah, something yeah. like that. Right. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's fees and stuff that you have involved, but, but you're, you're giving bro, which is a different, it's a different way of doing business. Yeah. Talk about why, why would you do something like that? I don't know. It's just, that's just, um, how I was raised, you know, um, I came up around a lot of giving people and obviously my family, the true family foundation, I've seen them give for years and years now. Right. So I always said, if I had the opportunity, I would try to do the same. So like around this same, or it was probably Thanksgiving, 2018, I think when I started training people on the side. So I kind of had two different hustles and uh, we did our Turkey drive at the, um, um, at the Eastside community center. That was our first one. Right. And then fast forward to this year, we did a we did another one a little bit bigger. Um, we've done two Christmas shopping events. I think that's what cemented that we were in the lane we were supposed to be in. Right. Um, 2008, Christmas 2018, I think we took, uh, Dez was already at the time, he's down in Atlanta. He did a Christmas shopping event where he uh, takes kids from the Boys and Girls Club and uh, takes them on a shopping spree, et cetera, et cetera. He surprises them. Right. Kids that are obviously uh, in need. So at this time, after the uh, Thanksgiving event, I was like, I, I, I want to do that up here. Like, can we make that happen? And this was like 10 days before Christmas, too. Right. And then we put it together. So we took, you know, got a shuttle bus, 10 kids. They all uh, got like 300 bucks or whatever to go spend at Walmart. That's cr- and, and this then, was money that was donated? This was money that was put. Yeah, we put it donated between Dez, myself, uh, Marcus, and then, uh, you know, because there's matches and right. stuff like that in the NFL. So, boom. And it's just started since then. We've done a, a backpack giveaway. We did a back to school backpack event with free haircuts and yeah. all types of stuff. So I think that's what it. Um, I think that's what it's about. I enjoy seeing people, you know, hit their bench press mark or get sure. ready for. But just to see the looks on kids' faces and then like giving away the tuxedos and stuff, and it's just right. What did you give away tuxedos for? Uh, this wedding shop, uh, the Wedding Bill. Uh, uh-huh. Shout out to them. They uh, donated me a bunch of tuxedos because they were um, getting ready to re uh, know, remodel or move or do something. Yeah. So I turned around and um, any kid uh, that I was coaching at the time, Wilson, Lincoln, uh, they came, got fitted for homecoming or, That's you know, awesome. 
and they got to keep them forever. Yeah. And I still I got a storage unit right now full of tuxedos. That that's been. crazy, man. So, yeah, How so, cool is that? It's just a blessing. Yeah. I, I noticed on your post, uh, you say you use the term Tacoma kids. Yeah. Uh, I want to I want to know a little bit about that, but I also want to know how important is it for you to to share with people that is is there a mantra okay let me go here is there a mantra that you get stuck in tacoma yeah because i i moved from from tennessee a small town in cleveland yep tennessee to tacoma washington so it's a little bit bigger here it's it seems like that people's thinking is a little bit more expanded than than it was in, mm. in the little you know bible belt of of you know southeastern tennessee you know yeah. um but when I moved here, I noticed, man, it feels like a lot of people are trying to get out of here, and I'm yeah. moving in here. Yeah, you know. Yeah. What is what's that about? I mean, I think it just depends on. There's, like I said, we, you can go from in a five minute drive, you can go from a beautiful part of town in Tacoma, you know, a rest in or right, and then five minutes later, you can end up in a, a little rougher of an area. And I think it's just, uh, it's all about the circumstances you grew up around. Right. I think a lot of people want to get out of Tacoma because they feel like there's not nothing bigger than what they grew up around. Got you. Um, but my thing, which is totally understandable, I'm, I'm all for a try. I've been lucky enough to go places and see different things, but mm-hmm. I think if we build up what we have, it'll it'll change what we we came up around. Right. So, and I think just, uh, and I think we're headed that way. There's a lot of people in the community that are doing a lot of great things to give back and mm-hmm. and change the narrative of how we grew up and what we grew up around. Right. And um, uh, yeah, I, but I think at the same time, it's I, that's what gives us. Uh, edge on people right. I don't know like it's just something about being from here you just have a little a little edge to you and there's pride oh yeah you know when you think of IT yeah. or yeah. Dez is a great example yeah. of that. and I'm sure you can list a a, a, yeah. a numerous amount of people it's it's not I'm from it's not like representing Seattle Washington it's like no 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 yeah. Tacoma Washington <laughs> yeah definitely and don't don't get it yeah you can't mix the two yeah no disrespect to anybody yeah sure. but yeah no it's a it's a, it's a pride thing Cause it's so much. We're just it's so much talent here. Not just in sports. It doesn't matter. Music, right. art, you know, politics. It's it's a lot of great people doing a lot of great things. But I think if you're not from here, right, and you just look up Tacoma or what you've heard, you may have heard the negative stuff. Right. So I think that's where the pride comes from too. It's like no people are like no no. We got a lot of look who's from here. Look what we're doing over here. Yeah. Look where we came from. So the pride is everything. Tacoma in itself. If you do Google it, it is it is rather dis, disreputable. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And and honestly, man, only people like yourself can change that narrative. Yeah. You know? But let's answer this question that I know I know we gotta close. When it's when, when you put Tacoma kids, mm. what what does that mean? I'm just a Tacoma kid. Yeah, Tacoma you know? kid. That's the name of our nonprofit. Okay. That's, yeah, Tacoma Kids with a Z on the end. That's a me and Desmond's nonprofit. Okay. And that's where we do, um, you know, all the. Technically, our gym is a nonprofit training facility, okay. and we want to eventually grow it to where the underprivileged kids get to come for free and all that. And that's where we do all the events from, you know, nice. the back to school stuff. So, I think it's just being a Tacoma kid. It's just like you said. It's the pride. It's the it's the hunger. It's the joy of being proud of where you came from and taking that and showing other people from other areas like I'm a Tacoma kid, but you know I'm still a success story. Right. So what can people watching? We not only are going to have uh, students, athletes, we're going to have business owners mm-hmm. and, and you know stay at home moms and dads. I mean this is a plethora of people that yeah. watch. What can they do 
what could someone watching, listening on YouTube or listening on iTunes, what what can they do to to help? Yeah, definitely. Um, to help, I mean, number one is uh, I tell people all the time it costs zero dollars to show love. <laughs> it's, it's free to show love. So whether that's liking a picture, yeah, telling a friend about somebody, sharing the post, it, it costs zero dollars to show love. You yeah, know what I mean, just to be organic about it. If you ever wanted to donate or sponsor a kid or anything like that, that uh, that you know of, or um, um, we have the website onsite253.com. Okay. And then there's a link for Tacoma Kids on there that will take you to the nonprofit side. Perfect. So on that end. But uh, yeah, just showing love, man. Word of mouth is it's, it's a it's a small world. You yeah. know what I mean? And just showing love is organic. And if people are like, okay, this kind of inspired me. I want to check this place out. Where can they find your gym? Uh, 5636 South Adams Street, okay. Tacoma, right off of South Tacoma Way, not too far from the mall. Yeah. Um, it's kind of right, centrally located in the city, not too far from the freeway, not too far. It's, it's not hard to get there. Yeah. And uh, like I said, there's the website and then uh, social media is huge, you know, at onsite 253, it'll pop up. And uh, yeah. 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 You are a, I will say it, and you know, you, you can believe it or not, you're, I believe you're a legend in this community, man. I really do, you know, for, and because legends to me aren't, aren't people that get trophies. Yeah. You know, legends to me are people that know what it's like to go through hard times, mm. persevered, had a dream, working on a dream, yeah. haven't arrived yet, keep going. And, and the difference you're making, not only in people's lives, physically, emotionally, spiritually yeah. is, is huge, man. I and just it. being on here and, uh, you know, sharing a brief part of your story. Yeah. Um, is huge, and and we'll have you back if you haven't checked out. On well, I appreciate that. Thank you, absolutely, bro. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Make sure you check out onsite two five three. You heard it, Instagram. Yep. You can go to the website dot com. But uh, make sure you show some love. Follow. Make sure you follow. Share. Share this. Share this on YouTube. Share with three people. We have a little goal, man. You can. He said, "What did you say a minute ago?" You said. That what is free? You said, it costs zero dollars to show love. Costs zero dollars <laughs> to show love. Yeah. So so you can share, send to a friend. But thanks for watching. We we'll hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.